In Romans chapter 11 and verse number 26, it says, And so all Israel, and so all Israel, not just a portion of them, a part of them, and so all, all Israel shall be saved. That's future. Now when Paul gives us this scripture in Romans, it's still future then and it's still future today. That has not happened. Israel has not been saved yet. Now he's not talking about the Old Testament economy. We're in the New Testament. Got to remember that. Remember, and so all Israel shall be saved as it is written. There shall come out of Sion, S-I-O-N, it's Zion in the Old Testament from Hebrew to Greek. And so it's the same thing. Sion, the deliverer. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Now remember, Jacob is changed to Israel. Amen. So we know that he's talking about that country. Now for this my covenant, for this is my covenant, that's a promise, an agreement. He said, unto them, when I shall take away their sins. Now God's got a covenant with them. And then he says, as concerning the gospel... They are enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. For as ye in times past have not believed God, yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief. Because they they did not believe, we got grafted in. And we praise God for it. And we'll read another verse. He said, even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. You can be seated. And let's pray together tonight. Father, we thank you tonight that we have a privilege of prayer. We're glad, Lord, we have a copy of the precious unadulterated Word of God. We thank you tonight, Lord, we have the truth. We don't have to wonder what's uh, going on or what's being said or what might happen. We see the future tonight right here in these scriptures. Lord, you'll keep your promise. One thing about it, Lord, your promises and covenants have never fallen slack and got the place that they weren't uh, taken care of. It's your point in time, Lord. We know that you're going to fulfill your promises. Thank you for the promises of God tonight. I've had many, Lord, to fail me. And I've made promises I couldn't keep. But Lord, we're glad tonight that there's not a promise one that you failed in or will fail in. And we're get glad tonight, God, that we can declare that to, an, to a lost world and to a world tonight that's in doubt. Touch our country, touch our churches, and God, may your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now I want us to back up just a little bit in the 11th chapter, please. Back up into the 11th chapter. Let's go down to verse number 20. I've left out a whole lot of stuff because I don't have time uh, to get it all up tonight. And uh, uh, it'll fit. This will fit. But there's some things left out. And I'm not doing that on intentionally. It's because tonight I do not have the time. But he said in verse 20, Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. If you go back and read Above above that, you talk about the olive tree. In the Word of God, when the olive tree is mentioned, it's always talking about Israel or a typology of of Israel. And uh, it's used in that sense. 
So the is- Israel is the olive tree. And so it said, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. Who? Uh, these, these Jews. And he said, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. What God is saying is, if God would not accept and look over and look around and allow the Jew to continue in his unbelief, and he didn't spare them. If God didn't spare the Jew, Paul is trying to tell us Gentiles that neither will he spare us. We walk in the same footsteps that they walk in. You can rest assured that the hand of God will, not might, but the hand of God will be performed and judgment will fall upon us. And then he goes on to say this. He said, Behold, therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fail severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, Otherwise, thou shalt also, thou also shalt be cut off. God said God severed them off. God cut them off and God wasn't kind to them because they said upon, let his blood be upon us and our children. Give us Barabbas, crucify Christ. We want to put him to death and they crucified him. And the blood of Christ has been upon their shoulders and upon their family. And God turned them loose and cut them loose and put them on the sidetrack, or at least I say it, the Bible don't say nothing about the sidetrack, but that's the terminology I use to try to get the point across tonight. God has placed them in a state tonight of unbelief. And if they were there, they're blind in part. God put blind. Let me tell you something. When God puts blindness on you, you're in trouble. Now, you say, did he do that? He did that to the Jews. Uh, They're blind tonight because God gave them blindness. Now let me give you this. We're living in the day of grace. Many people are stepping over the, the, the gospel of Christ. They're saying no to the Lord Jesus. I have no uh, want for Him. have no desire for Him. They're trampling the blood of Christ under their feet. They're doing it. And uh, one of these days... Guess what's going to happen? The rapture's going to take place. God's going to call the church out. We're leaving out of here to trumpet sound. And as soon as we leave out, then strong delusion's going to come on the people on the earth who have heard the gospel. And God will give them blindness. Well, they'll not be able, the Gentiles that have heard the gospel will not be able to be birthed in that day because God's going to do the very same thing to the Gentile that He did to the Jew when we've rejected God. And that's what this world's doing tonight. Now people don't like to accept that. They can't see that in the scripture. But it's plain as a nose on your feet. We A face. Amen. I, I hope you ain't got none on your feet. But anyhow. I'm glad tonight. That we have the, the olive tree Israel. And they have been cut down and cut off. And we've been grafted into the root system. Amen. And if you will tonight. We've been grafted in Jews. Now, we're not Jewish. No, sir. But we've been grafted in the old stump, if you will. And, brother, I want to tell you, I'm a Jew at heart. Spiritually speaking, amen. I'm just as qualified as the Jew is, as far as that's concerned tonight, to be his child because I come through the blood. Now, let's go on. 
He said here in verse 23, and, all, and they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. If he took them out, he can put them back in. Amen. God takes us out, he can put us back in. Now this is the plan of God. God has had this plan since uh, before man ever had day one. I started to say since uh, day one, but he, it's before day one. God has already done that. Now look at verse 24. For if thou wert cut out uh, of the olive tree, which is wild by nature. Amen. That's what it is. And were graft, and work grafted contrary, or graft contrary to nature into a good olive tree. How much more shall these which be natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? For I would not, brethren, here we are, we read that this morning, that you should not be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye that, uh, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel, under the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So we do give God the glory and the praise. Now Paul's starting back over here in verse number 20 and going down and talking about them. What I want to look at tonight in verse number 26 is this. And so all Israel, all of them, the Jewish nation is blind in a day and they can't understand it. Now, I've I've dealt with a lot of Jews in in the public. I haven't been in this county dealing with a lot of them. I met a lot of them. I know some Jews that have gotten saved. But there was one time when I was working at uh, the mill over here before it shut down. And in New York, New York is filled with Jewish people and they're merchants. And uh, I would deal with them and have to talk to them on the phone. And so I know a little bit about them. And I've asked some of them and talked to them about the Messiah and the Lord. And they just, they'll pass that off and push it off the side. They don't even want to talk to you about it. They're blind. And I can't understand it. I could not comprehend it then. I wasn't as versed in the scriptures at the time. But I could not understand how that the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, who delivered his foreparents and their foreparents out of Egypt and delivered them and took care of them for all the years down through the Old Testament, how that they would not recognize Christ as the Messiah. And it's still today a mystery, if you will, that they don't. I look at it and you look at it too from your scriptures today. Wouldn't you say... What is wrong with a Jew that would not accept Christ today? Wouldn't you say that? I mean, among them. Raised them up. And he even was of them. He wasn't a Gentile that come and died on the cross. He was of their same caliber. Except he was God. And so we know there was no sin in him. And he laid down his life for them as well as for you and me. And it's hard for you and I to comprehend tonight that a Jew... What not and shall not or does not accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And they're still looking for a Messiah. Isn't that amazing? They're still looking for somebody. You see, the Jews are an earthly people with an earthly promise. They're not looking uh, so much for Christ in heaven. They're looking for a king and a kingdom. They're still looking for a king. They're still looking. They're still got the book of Isaiah and all them. How that the king is going to sit upon his throne. They got the Isaiah's and, and, and the Jeremiah's and the Ezekiel's that are talking about the kingdom age. Uh, when somebody's going to be their king and he's going to sit on his father David's throne. And they know that that has not happened yet. 
They've got that promise. They know that. Now I do know that they'll talk that. And they like Abraham. They like David. I mean, you talk about David and Abraham, you, that's about the only way you'll get a conversation with them. And uh, you'll get a conversation, and uh, they look at those, and they're the great patriarchs and the people and the kings that uh, come before them, and they'll, they'll talk to you. You can get, at least get a conversation with them. And you can't win them with the New Testament. You tell them they, they, they do not accept the New Testament. They will not receive it. Because they don't believe that Jesus died for them on the cross of Calvary. As I said, they don't believe He's their Messiah. But the Bible said in verse 26, And so all Israel shall be saved. Now he's not talking about the Old Testament time. He's talking about in the future. Israel is yet to be saved. Uh, Nicely speaking, they're still in the future to be saved. But God's going to deal with them. That's why these nations are rising up against them and think they're going to annihilate the Jew. And you'd be surprised at the countries that believe that one of these days they're going to take them down. They would if they could. But i got news for you. There's a God in heaven will not allow it. They'll never be able to take them down. They're going to, they're going to be at the end. I done read the back of the book. The Jewish nation, brother, will survive. Amen. The Bible, they're just like the, the book of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but he said, my word will not pass away. Brother, let me tell you, the Jewish nation won't pass away either. And so we'll look at that. God has preserved them and we'll keep them. Now, he goes on to say, there shall come out of Zion, or Zion, the deliverer. Now, Zion is, 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 is Jerusalem. That's where he's coming from. And, uh, amen, coming back to that homeland. Brother, that's where he's going to put his feet on the Mount of Olives. That's where the Mount of Olives is tonight. And he's going to place his feet on the Mount of Olives and he's going to, he's going to rule and to reign and set up his kingdom and these Jews. And the, the thing about it is, and they don't understand that, but I read these two places, Zechariah and the book of, uh, and the book of Revelation. You'll find that they're going to say, where, or where, Oh, what are those scars in your hands? And he's going to tell them they're the scars that he, uh, you know, was, uh, when he gave himself on the cross of Calvary. Then they're going to recognize for the first time. They don't recognize it tonight, but they will. They'll recognize that he is the Messiah because of the scars in his hand. Amen. And uh, the only thing is, you say, that he still got scars? Yes, sir. They'll be all through eternity. You'll see the scars of the Lord Jesus for, for Jews and Gentiles. Amen. I get excited sometimes about uh, going to glory and shouting it out. And sometimes I have myself a little spell and amen at the house. And I just like it. I mean, that's all right. If you was there, I'd probably embarrass you. But it don't embarrass me. There ain't nobody there. And uh, I just have myself a time. And I think about this, you know, uh, I look at getting excited and, and all this, and everybody said, I just can't wait, preacher. I just can't wait to I, we get called out of here and get over to glory, and I want to see my mama. Amen. I want to see my daddy. I want to see my dear old grandpa. And they'll say, I want to see my husband, or I want to see my wife. Well, I want to tell you, I can see where they're coming from. But I've got a desire tonight for the first one I want to see is the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Amen. All the others that are there, including parts of my family, I want you to know they've been redeemed through the same blood I have. And they neither one or none of them uh, has purchased me. But Jesus has purchased me and I belong to Him and He belongs to me. And I want to see Him. I read the fourth chapter of, of Revelation, I guess a couple of days ago. I love to read. Uh, I read several chapters of the book of Revelation, but in that fourth chapter when I looked and it said, and after this I looked and heaven was open. Door, he said a door was open in heaven. And the voice said, come up hither. And I got to looking down through there and I got to saying, Lord, what are they doing? And I didn't see any of them. In chapter 4, looking for their relatives. I've seen them worshiping around the throne of God and lifting Christ Jesus. Amen. We'll have plenty of time. Amen. To worship Him and at the same time meet everybody. Amen. It's a different world. We lose a loved one and we want to see them again. And the next time we see them, they won't be the same as we've seen them when they left. Amen. And we won't be the same as we are now. We sung that song tonight. One of these days, we're looking back once more. and we got a better place to go. Hey, ain't you glad you got that tonight? Now, I want to say this. The Jews, the Jews have a covenant with God that they're going to be saved in one day, according, according to the Word of God, that they're going to be brought back. It won't take God a uh, uh, hundred years to get the Jew back into place. You bring them back into order right quick. Now tribulation's going to set in and everybody's going to fight them. But God's going to reckon, them Jews are going to recognize Christ pretty quick. Amen. And they're going to be persecuted and they're going to be looking to Him. Not all of them, but the majority. And as we look at this thing tonight and study this thing, We'll see that they're going to enjoy the presence of God and worship around the throne. And uh, they'll get that promise in order and God's going to keep that promise. But I've got a promise from God tonight that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I've got a promise tonight that I'm going to get a new body like unto the Son of God. I've got a promise tonight that I'm going to be with Him. Isn't that wonderful? He's going to come if I go by the way of the grave before the rapture. And if I don't, it don't make much difference. Amen. I don't have no control on it. I'd like to go by the air and not by the clods, the feller said. Amen. I'd like to get up in the clouds, not the clods. Amen. But if I, if God puts me to sleep and I rest in the grave, my soul is going to be with God in glory. Brother, when the soul comes back and unites that body, I'm coming out. I want to tell you something. It won't be long, but I want to say, as I look at this, I thank God for the promise. Thank God for the promise that there's a better day for me. And a better day for you. And God's given us a covenant. It's not a covenant that He's going to raise the nation up. And it's not a covenant of that nature. But it's a promise tonight of a new body. Because you see, the church tonight is a heavenly people with a heavenly promise. The Jews are an earthly people with an earthly promise. Abraham, would you look that way? He did. He said, now turn, look at the other way. Now turn, look at the other direction. Now turn, look at the other direction. What do you see, Abraham? 
That'll see a lot of land. He said, that's going to be you and your seeds forever. Now, I believe that. Some people said, I just don't think it's going to be like that, preacher. So you deny the Word of God, do you? I believe what God said. I don't understand all of it, but I believe it. Amen. And God's going to give them Jews an earthly uh, land. He's, they're going to dwell in that earthly land. God's going to give, I know at least a thousand years they're going to, they're going to uh, plant crops and flourish. Amen. Play with a land, with a bear and a lion and it won't bother them. Amen. That's what the book says. And I go on with that and I praise God for it. So he says, And so all Israel shall be saved as it is written, Thou shalt come out of Zion, the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And I want to tell you something. That deliverer, that deliverer right there is the same one that delivered me. That's the same one that died on the cross of Calvary that they don't recognize today, but will, as I said a while ago. But that's the same deliverer. Ain't we uh, on the same page tonight? we got the same common denominator with the Jew. And that is we've got the same Christ even though they don't accept Him tonight. Amen. we got the same Lord. We're going to have the same King. We're going to rule and reign with Him. Now just thinking about this. If I'm in the ground and go by the way of the clods and then I'll go by the way of the clouds later. I want you to know He's going to come and get me. And the Bible said, when we're caught up, we'll be with the Lord. Amen. We'll be with Him wherever He's at. From then on, we will be. Somebody said, well, I don't know about all that stuff down the road. I don't need them. But I know this one thing. Wherever the Lord's at, I'm going to be there. Huh? That's right. I'm not going to change it. Oh, yeah, I can't see. see. I don't have a crystal ball. don't need one. That's not scriptural. But I got a Bible. And God has let me see some of it, but He ain't let me see it all. And I said the other day something. I said, Lord, I want to see. I want you to show it to me. And the Lord says, well, you will. You'll see it. Amen. He ain't told me when yet, but I'm going to see it. Amen. I got the promise of seeing things. That they haven't ever seen. The Bible said, I have not seen, you have not heard. And that's what I was talking to the Lord. Hey, how come I ain't seen some of this? And uh, why I couldn't handle it. Yeah, that's You couldn't handle it if you saw glory tonight. Amen. Amen. If God opened heaven up and you saw in, uh, you'd be, I'm going to tell you something, you'd be a misfit for the rest of your days. To be absent from the body's presence of the Lord and to depart would be far better. Maybe that's why Paul put that scripture in there. When they stoned him to death and left him out there for dead, caught up in the glory, saw things that he said unlawful to be uttered. Amen. No wonder he come back saying, hey, I want to go. I want to go. Can't wait to go. Be absent from the body's presence with the Lord. To be in glory is far better. Amen. I've seen enough of that and then hadn't even been to glory yet. Amen. Amen. I've seen some things that's not... I mean, I, I, I get excited. I'm glad I'm heaven bound. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I, was, I got in the old truck this morning and I said, Lord, thank you for transportation. Amen. But I'm not interested and real excited about what I've got and what I don't have. 
Some folks are more worried about what they don't have and what they've got. Amen. Amen. And give them something new and they want something else new. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited tonight about where I'm leaving and when I'm leaving and getting out of here and going to glory. Amen. But I want to, I want to feel my job till I get there. And I want to do well. I want to be busy for the Lord. Now, we want to go on down just a little bit and I want to close out with this. And I could stay on this for a long time because this is a good subject to stay on. Verse 36 said, For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Now we could preach on that a long time. Look at it. For of him, I'm of him, and through him, amen, and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. I just like His presence in my life. I like His presence in my life. Thank God for the Word of God. Every time I pick it up, I mean, it's got to where you open the Bible. You don't have to open it uh, any particular place. You can just open it up, and that Word just speaks and speaks and keeps speaking. Sometimes I look at it and say, what are you trying to say, Lord? And if you'll keep asking, He'll show you. Amen. The only thing is sometimes... Uh, he shows me things that I don't didn't particularly wish I'd even found. Amen. Because it cuts against the grain. You ever cut wood? If you're cutting firewood, Brother Virgil, you cut your part of firewood, hadn't you? You cut a tree down, uh, it cuts down pretty good. And that's the reason the reason they got splitters is have you ever tried to bust wood with a chainsaw? You're going with the grain. You cut against the grain, it cuts right in two. But you put the chainsaw right up on top of the log and try to come down through it, it'll cut it. But it's like a cat eating a grindstone. Shavings ain't very big, dust comes out, and it takes forever. That's why you got splitters. Splitters knocks them out pretty quick. If you had to, you had to split it with chainsaw, you never would get done, would you? And that's because you're going with the grain. Well, sometimes I open my Bible, and it's going with the grain. It don't hurt too bad. But sometimes it's against the grain. And brother, when it's against the grain, it does some cutting. And that's what happens. And I'm glad I got the Bible. I'm glad I'm not in the dark. I've been in the dark this week, and some of y'all have been in the dark. I understand Miss Sewell's power come back on what, about 4 o'clock this evening? Huh? Who was it? So told me you did. About four fifteen today. She got power. Amen. Been without power for a day or two. But it, you get in the dark. It ain't. It ain't fun. Amen. I had one of them little lamps. I bought it at Kmart. I'm going to go buy me another. Bought me one of them. Put it in my bathroom. That, that's the darkest spot in the house. In the middle of the house. And I put it in there. And it's one of them lights. When the power goes off, it comes on. And it did that this week. But I had to have a flashlight to find it. It was so light, so dim. And uh, I got to thinking, that thing's old. They don't last over six or seven years. Amen. I want to go buy me another. Had to get me a lantern. I had to get old old time. Uh, Have you ever seen that? Them lanterns? We We got a couple of lanterns over there. And I lit that thing up, but it didn't do what I've always seen them. 
Amen. On the television, when they light one up, I mean, it brightens the whole house up. And I'm looking at that thing, and I said, boy, that's something I'm aware of. I'm going to see how it takes to read my Bible. I got over there, and I'm, I have a hard enough time in daylight. And I looked at that, and I had, uh, I mean, I, I read it, but it was slow. Amen. So I'm glad tonight the Word of God, it brings light to my soul and opens up my understanding. And I praise God for it tonight. And I'm glad that I got grafted in. When I, I, you said, I'm a, I'm a full-blooded Jew. You're lying. There ain't a full-blooded Jew in this house. You're a Gentile. But you got grafted in on a Jewish stump. Amen. By the grace of God. And one of these days, the Jews going to be put back in place because God has the power. And now I know that we're close to the coming of the Lord. Because the Gentile has squandered the grace of God. And uh, we'll find out this week a little bit more about it on election day. I think it's going to be kind of rough. If the president wins that's in there now, I believe we'll have some problems. And if the other wins, I'll assure you we'll have some problems. Amen. Amen. I'm not a politician, and I wouldn't tell you how to vote, but if you don't vote for Trump, sorry, sorry. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You you deserve everything you get if that other gets in there. Just take mine, my share of it with you. Amen. Praise God. All right, the goodness of God, how great God is. Bow your heads tonight. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. I'm glad I've got the Word of God tonight to guide me and direct.